The following podcast contains alcohol-enhanced conversations about alcohol, as well as a potential for discussions about topics of dubious, disturbing, possibly offensive, but usually hilarious interest. The opinions stated herein are solely of the persons making them, and any endorsement of these opinions by any other party is not implied. Foul language is likely, but intolerant viewpoints are not. Listener intoxication is advised. Hello and welcome to episode 61 of the Whiskey Tangent Podcast. I'm Scott. I'm Ed. And today we're doing another one of our deep distillery dives, this time one whose whiskeys, at least the two we've tried on the podcast already, have become absolute favorites of ours. Love them. But because they have so many varieties, we figured they warranted an entire episode of their very own, and they are the Journeyman Distillery. Also to help us with our journey, man, are two journey women, members of the local lounge in Mount Holly, and brand new to the podcast, but certainly not brand new to whiskey. And it's here to introduce them to you, as well as the three joyous juices that will be judiciously judging in this jocular jam-packed journeyman jubilee tonight. <laughs> Holy alliteration. Well done, well done. So, um, yeah, thank you, Scott. So we have Aaliyah and Paula. How's it going? Welcome, hey, ladies. So Aaliyah and Paula have earned the distinct honors of having drank over 100 different whiskeys in the local lounge that we all share. Mm-hmm. I have two, but I will be quite clear, and they would want me to be quite clear, that they drank it faster than I did. Yeah, and I'm like 85. Wait, are you actually part <laughs> of the 100 Club? I am. Oh, you actually achieved it. I did. did. You, you did. But it's did. below ours, so. Yeah, yeah it's so after yours. Right. So. You congratulated me. You know I did. You're just being <laughs> wow. snarky, but... So Aaliyah was second to do it in our lounge. In 2020. And, uh, Paul, I think, was fourth. Oh, my God. You yes. did it in 2020? I did it in 2020. Yeah. She did it in like a month or something. It was like, it was like <laughs> it, honestly, she did it like in six months. It was yeah. ridiculous. Anders decided no. it, and yeah. a month later, Aaliyah was at the top of the list. No, no she, that's a funny no, story. She'll but, tell you that story, because yeah. I want to Okay, yeah, it. yeah. So the point that we're trying to make here is that we've never brought in two women, and we're dubbing them the whiskey chicks. The whiskey <laughs> yes. chicks, because we've never had women come with experienced palate. We know they drink more than 100, but we know we're, we have documentation <laughs> that they've drank 100 different whiskeys. Officially. Right. And so, uh, I mean, Scott hasn't actually officially drank 100 whiskeys. We know he's drank way no. more than that, but he's not quite on the board yet. 80-something. Right. Yeah. The rules and how you get up there is I'll, I'll get there. convoluted. But yeah. the point is... It's, it's not convoluted. It's pretty straightforward. <laughs> you drink 100, right. name... You drink 100. You can't have... Different ones. You can't have old fashions all the time. No, yet. that's true. Right. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Okay. I usually drink from our locker, which is the problem. Right. right. The problem so. is once you drink a whiskey a second time, it doesn't count. It's definitely different. a commitment. Right. And yeah. I was just quite impressed with Aaliyah's progress because she did it the fastest I think I've ever seen. And then... Um, <laughs> I mean, I may have gone into liver failure, yeah, but you know, right, it's all good. Right, right. She all made good. A we can find out. It's yeah. fine. It right. regrew. And once again, Paula quietly did. I mean, she was just all of a sudden like, she's like, oh, yeah, I drank 100. I'm like, wait, what? how did that happen? Because she, she was just consistently like showing up every day, going to work, bringing her lunch pail. 
you know, <laughs> unpacking her four or five it, whiskeys and going I, home. It, it, it did take about a year. I did. Okay, yeah. And so these are two very experienced whiskey drinkers. And we've had some tremendous whiskey ladies on before. Right. They've been very game. I mean, Sue has developed quite a bit of a palate. She keeps bottles of whiskey at home and she talks to us about them. And of course, mm-hmm. Siobhan has become a full-fledged whiskey drinker. Yeah, yeah. Her whiskey shelf is better than mine right Yes, now. and she has a very nice collection right now. And, yeah. and Rachel also. And Rachel has yep. too. Yes, Rachel's a very, very experienced drinker too. But none of them come in with the pedigree of Ali and Paul. And I think yeah. that's why we're so excited to have them on for the journeyman episode. Whiskeys that they might have dabbled in, but these three, I don't think they have any experience with. I don't have any experience with these particular three. So Yeah, we definitely drank the Last Feather Rye on the podcast. Yes. It was in one of the uh, Whiskey Madness yes. things. And then we drank, of course, on the Wheat Whiskey episode just about six months ago, yeah. the course it's Whips and Whiskey. Um, <laughs> Delicious. Yeah. So, Whiskey Chicks, how much history do you have with the Journeyman whiskeys? I will say I have to agree that I am not 100% certain if I did have it, so I'm I'm going to go with I have not tried it. Okay. I should have prepared myself and kind of reviewed my no. my list. That's fine. But That's uh, your but spreadsheet. No, yeah, my spreadsheet. <laughs> yes. Spreadsheet. Which well done, Anders. You know, keeping yes. track and uh, yeah. always making sure everything yes. counts. I don't know how he does it. I don't either, nope. and it's a fabulous thing. So. I feel like I need to phone a friend, which is Anders. Right. Um, and, and, and ask I him. swear. I was like, uh, hello, Anders. <laughs> that would be great. If just, hey, Anders, how many journeyman whiskeys did I have? I know for a fact I had one of them very, very early in mm. my whiskey journey. Yeah. Okay. Could be the last feather rye. That's the one That's, I think people mm, it's, it's probably, drink I the most. I don't really recall. All yeah. I know is from then to now, my tastes and my palate had just completely changed. Agreed. So, you know, it's it's funny when we talk about tasting notes and what mm-hmm, do you smell. Mm-hmm. And for me, all I really remember about that, I'm going to apologize to Journeyman. Right now. <laughs> um, I had notes of envelope paste. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I taste. So I'm really excited to try these and right. to sort of see what's what. Right, right. how so, your taste has evolved. Yes. So what we're going to be trying from Journeyman today, and I will say that I was impressed to find out that Journeyman was a grain-to-glass distillery, meaning that they basically mill the grain on site mm. and then turn that into the raw spirit, which they ferment on site, add yeast on site, and then distill it. And so, Journeyman, we're going to be tasting, I think, a nice mix today. We have their original Feather Bone Bourbon Whiskey. For those scoring at home, it's Batch 185, Bottle 364. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, man, 363 is easy oh. to get, but that 364 is hard Oh, to yeah, find. you were lucky to get that. Yeah. <laughs> then we have, for the rye, we have their handmade Not a King Rye. These are all 90 proof, by the way. Yeah. This is Batch 4, but Bottle 3,453. Ooh. They're just pumping these out. Okay. And we have a four-grain Silver Cross Whiskey, handmade and organic the rye one says handmade in rye, not organic. So I don't know why that's okay. not organic. I don't know what busted rye they're using. No, I'm just kidding. So, <laughs> so we're going to start out. I think we're going, what, bourbon rye? We're going to do bourbon rye four grain, I think. Right. Yeah. And so we already have the bourbon in our neat glasses, and uh, Scott's going to tell us about it. Yeah, well, we're going to tell the history of the Journeyman Distillery. It's not a really long one because they haven't been around a while, but uh, there's a story about the town yes. in which they are based. So the story of Journeyman Distillery starts appropriately with oak. Three oaks, to be exact. Actual trees, which, although they no longer exist today, in the 1850s served as a guidepost for train engineers located as they were just five miles from the Ohio border and ten miles from the shores of Lake Michigan. Around this time, a town called Three Oaks was settled thereabouts and would welcome the Warren family from Vermont, whose 11-year-old son would change the city's fortunes forever. The boy named Edward Kirk Warren, but also known as E.K., would eventually work in the town's only dry goods store. Upon reaching a Adulthood, E.K. would open his own dry goods store as the city began booming due to the westward 
westward expansion going on at the time. And so it was that while running his store, he began receiving multiple complaints from women about their corsets. Ladies? <laughs> Which, being made from whalebone, would become stiff and brittle over time, first pinching the ribs and then failing altogether. But having recently visited feather duster manufacturer in nearby Chicago, E.K. noticed that the less fluffy turkey feathers, though still strong and pliable, were being discarded, and he wondered if they could somehow be used to replace the less sturdy whalebone. So for over a year, E.K. toiled working on design specs and procedures for the feathers to be used in corsets, ultimately applying for it and receiving a patent in 1883. After that, he started the Warren Featherone company and his product took off, reaching worldwide prominence and replacing whalebone corsets for good. The product did so well, in fact, that E.K. was able to start a bank, buy a newspaper in several local shops, and help the town build sidewalks, roads, power lines, and even an entire water supply system. His company would also go on to make several other products, including other types of ladies' apparel and oddly buggy whips. But before everyone gets the soft and fuzzies for the man, E.K. Warren was in fact a staunch prohibitionist. <laughs> and in 1896, led the campaign to close Three Oaks' only saloon, which perhaps unsurprisingly led to an assassination attempt. Was that you, Ed? That was and, you, Ed. No, no one knew I was a time traveler. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, despite all that, E.K. continued to shepherd Three Oaks into the 19th century, finally retiring an exceedingly wealthy man in 1914. Unfortunately, he didn't get much time to enjoy his riches as he died just five years later after a debilitating bout of pneumonia. Fast forward nearly 100 years and Three Oaks native Bill Welter, a golf enthusiast and eventual world traveler, which is, I guess, where he gets journeyman from, would move to St. Andrews, Scotland, befriend a man from Tasmania, Australia, and together form a friendship and a lifelong love of scotch. Mm. After traveling to Tasmania to visit his friend's new distillery, he returned to Three Oaks with a desire to distill his own spirits, eventually purchasing and renovating the old Featherbone Company's corsets and buggy whip factory and building a distillery from scratch. Today, the journeyman distillery has expanded into a restaurant and catering event space with nearby lodging and even a putting green and of course it produces several types of spirits including bourbons rye, four grain whiskeys wheat whiskeys flavored whiskeys vodkas gins rums and liqueurs some of which are named after the products once made by the town's historical scion ek warren yeah and i have to tell you i saw the uh, owner talking he's actually a very young looking guy yeah i don't really know how old he is I mean, he looked to me like he was in his 30s. Now, he might be older than that now, but I don't know when I saw the interview. But he talked about living in Scotland, how it changed his whole perspective on things. And he talked about how he really wanted to bring back the 1800s, the shape of the bottle, yeah, even the labels. And the same person does the original art for all of them. Julia Hall. Julia Hall. Julia Hall. She does the art for all three bottles we have. The Featherbone Bourbon Whiskey, the Nada King Rye Whiskey, and then, of course, the Silver Cross Whiskey. So. All right. So the Featherbone, these are all, as Ed said earlier, 90 proof. All around $45. All around $45. Very affordable. That's, okay. that's what we found them at. I found 45 45 and 46 Oh, great. Do we know how old these are? Scott like, are they aged? Yeah. There's no age statement, but they are purported to be at least four years. Okay. Yeah. The, only the mash bill changes. So the Featherbone bourbon that we're going to have first in our neat glasses right now, the mash bill is 70% corn, 25% wheat, and 5% rye. Mm. So no malted barley. Mm, it's got a weird nose, man. Oh, it does have a weird nose. It won the gold medal at the 2021 Ascot Awards. Which, as we know, is their third place prize. What makes it weird for you guys? Well, like, so it doesn't smell like a yeah, traditional bourbon. That's what it, all right. I was expecting okay. corn, vanilla, caramel, and I got... It's, I mean, it smells a little, mm, like, plasticky, vinyl-y, like a little chemical kind of scent. that Not the sweet caramel vanilla that no. you're expecting. Are you saying that it smells a little bit like envelope paste? Yeah, I mean... Why, yes! Yes, yeah, a matter of fact... I mean, I was just... No, to me, it doesn't. I was only kidding. No, so... But, I mean, like, leather... 
Yeah. He said, but I like vinyl more than leather. And the envelope paste, it's, I mean, it doesn't have to be a bad scent. I mean, sometimes glue can smell good, you know? Yeah. I, mean, I once had a beer that tasted like a Band-Aid smelled. Like the fresh opened Band-Aid. Okay. And it wasn't unpleasant. It was like this just kind of smells like that. Nostalgic. Yeah. Nostalgic, yeah, maybe. Oh like every time I cut myself, which is a lot because I'm clumsy. Oh, my God. I'm getting <laughs> Did you like, get me kind of like a plum. <laughs> Mercuric room. No, no, I never had that. That, yeah, that. Because wait, nothing. Paula had a, a that's face. Can we get back to? Oh yeah, Paula's trying sorry. to do the show. I don't Sorry. know what she doing. We went tangent. We I, went on a mercuric room tangent. I'm just following Go along. Ahead. So I'm actually smelling kind of like a plum kind oh, of note yeah. in there. Interesting. Okay, I can see the, the dark fruit in the front now. Like a once I get past skin see, of a plum, I'm getting like, a little more dark cherry. I mean, it's definitely like a stone fruit. You know. Yes, I'm I almost agree. getting a little bit of like cilantro. It's so herbaceous to me. This is crazy. I enjoy the smell, but this doesn't smell like a bourbon to me. No, it doesn't. That, that's what's throwing me off. Did I pour the right one? The bourbon's gone from the bottle, right? Yes. 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 Okay. It's the, the only bourbon. one that's got a crack. It's okay. the only one that's it, open. It is smelling <laughs> like, I, like I thought the Silver Cross might smell. It's really strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's, uh, let's okay. taste it. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Not unexpected. This is kind of how, from the smell, what yeah. I expected it to taste like. Yeah. A little vinyl a little young rye. Mm-hmm. A little bit of corn now, but raw. Yeah. It's a strange sweetness yeah. on the very finish, and it's a little drying. Yeah, the finish is brief, too. Yeah, I don't get any like pepper on it or anything. It just has that nice mellow flavor. I can see why it's worth a gold, but not a double platinum. Yeah, because if you it's, were told this was a bourbon, and then you'd be like... Mm. Yeah, if this is at the bourbon table, I'm, I'm confused. But it's <laughs> unique. This is definitely a different take on bourbon. That yeah, I've never tasted a bourbon like this before. No. No, I'm inclined to agree. If I, I did a blind tasting, this would not be a bourbon to me. No. Right. If somebody yeah. asked you what style of whiskey is that, Yeah. I would, no, not. I don't think any of us would guess. No. I think it's actually echoing like a single malt or a malted rye or yeah. something like that. It definitely has a different finish. I think it's their wheat is really expressive in this because it's yeah. 25% wheat. It's sort of overwhelming all of the other taste profiles. I am getting a little bit of cinnamon at the end, like mm. baking spices type of stuff. Uh, there is a sweetness there that I cannot identify, <laughs> and it's so fleeting. You know, Scott, in your intro, you you, yeah. know, you speculated about his traveling, and maybe that's why it's called Journeyman. Yeah. But do you know what a journeyman actually is by way of a profession? No. Really? I, I don't think so. I feel like you're full of useless knowledge. <laughs> I, I usually am. Oh, my God. This is one I'm so, not. Now you are. <laughs> I know. Hold on. Let me just take in my moment. I'm <laughs> I'll play like dramatic music yes. behind you. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So a journeyman, it's like a skilled artisan or oh. um, someone who's achieved a very high success as, let's say, as a wood turner or, or an as an electrician or something. Or, oh, yes. Well, well, they're not just uh, some schmo off the street. Those that, like, oh, right. yeah, yeah, I can plug this in. and Now I can, I'm getting you. Yes. I can connect red to red and black to black and I can call myself an electrician. Starts in the Middle Ages. After you finish your apprenticeship, you have the option to complete a masterpiece and be considered a master and then you can open up your own shop with your own apprentices. Or if you don't want to deal with that, once you get graded out with your masterpiece, you can just go to work and you get papers and you can travel around. Because another reason it's called a journeyman is you go where the work is. So if you're you're a a mason, then you go where they're building a castle or where they're building a cathedral. And then when the work's done, you can move somewhere else. So that's right. She's 100% right for that. Oh, I love hearing that I'm right. (laughs) So that's really cool what ed said he was trying for an old-timey feel yeah. right. a journeyman is an old-timey name for the whiskey i mean and if you look at the building that they occupy yeah where, where the, the buggy whips is, and the corsets and that original building where yeah. they manufacture and they distill so i tend to think that it's more of a nod towards that featherbone corset industry yeah because clearly a man developed corsets <laughs> 
<laughs> right. Yeah. But Here, ladies, what? wear extra mm. ribs on top of your ribs. Yes. You know. Well, <laughs> I think that Titanic is a scene I remember it's most. Not, when oh, remember when, when her mom's post? a piss off and she's like, she's like, like got her knee in her back yes. and she's tightening up. Like, she's yeah. basically like, why don't you stop being such a bitch, Rose? And she's, just you're gonna screw it up for all of us. Yes. She's literally like holding on to the bedpost. Yeah. It's weird that in a movie like that, that really encompasses what's terrible about corsets yeah, to me. Yeah. I was like, oh, that seems terrible. Yeah. And especially with the namings of some of their products, you know, you have Featherbone. What's the other one? There's a buggy whip. Yeah. Uh, and then yep. corsets, whips, and whiskey, of course, is right. the higher expression of the buggy whip. Then there's a barefoot in the kitchen bourbon, I think. <laughs> oh <my> right. <laughs> it's the know your place rye. <laughs> right. <laughs> but ironically, ironically, she's the one cracking the rip. On the right, the right. She's right. A whoosh. right. Oh, so there is that. Right. There's a there feather bone feminist, <laughs> uh, feminist movement. Feminist movement. <laughs> yes. yes. So uh, what else are you but, guys getting on the taste of this? Anything? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Whips. I, taste, I don't really taste the whip. <laughs> no. The whipping good. <laughs> I mean, do you like it? It's not I, awful. I don't want both listeners to think that um, wow. that we're like bashing this well, and, and no, don't try it. Well, you're both here. So. I know. Well, you know, dear future self mentioned. I, I, just, I, I just don't know how you um, two travel to 88 other so, countries. Right. <laughs> and you. download all of our podcasts. Talk it's, about world travelers. We you tag two, team. Mm, you two must be. Journey women. I did call them that in the we, intro. We tag team. Well, oh, listen, okay. hey, what you guys do yeah. in your free time is none of our Yeah, concern. tag team, wow. I do have a hot air balloon. <clears throat> Just don't run with scissors, oh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, a hot air balloon, that's nice. Except for in storms. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so, Paula, what do you think about this? I mean, it would be something I would drink. It is good, but it's not one of you know my favorites. But it has a good taste because it's, it's not that burn, and it doesn't linger with kind of the fumes. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't yeah. have that kind of lingering there. But yeah, it, it is high octane. Uh, I yes. think it's proofed correctly. Yeah. Like we're high proof guys, but this at ninety proof, yeah. it's peppery yeah. and spicy enough. I think it's a nice change of pace for forty five dollars. I don't think it's overpriced. I think that some people are going to be like, oh wow, this is really nice. Like I think it depends on your particular palate. I've drank the you know last feather course it's with some whiskey i like better so maybe if i'm looking at it from just a journey perspective yeah it's not my favorite journeyman but that's okay it doesn't have to be for me but it does taste like a journeyman yes. right it kind of tastes like their other whiskeys absolutely because they all original products like their whiskeys don't taste like anybody else's whiskey no they don't so uh, what's interesting is what if you didn't know this was a bourbon yeah. what if you said okay try this rye but now what would you think about it? right or Try this. You know what I mean. Try this four yeah. grain, and like, would my mind be different because I'm looking for something else? It's possible. Yeah, I'm looking for a bourbon. I'm not getting what I expect. It could be coloring how I'm enjoying this right now because I really was looking for vanilla and corn and yeah. caramel, and yeah. I didn't really get any of that. And but, yet, that's what it is on the shelf. So yeah. if you're buying yeah. it, you really need to know that this is not a bourbon. Like you I'm might think a traditional. traditional. W- yeah, I'm glad we started with this one. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. glad you didn't listen to me <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah, again. again. Right. If we ended with this, it would be kind of weird. It would, now, I feel like it w- yeah. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. The reason what she said off air was, well, bourbon's normally sweet and desserty. That'd be a great. Right. So she'd be like, it'd be a great ending. Yeah, and, and, I would be, and it wouldn't be sweet and desserty at all. Right. It's not no. sweet. It's not desserty. I'm getting a little peppermint now. That's so weird. It's just real. This has weird flavor profile going on. Well, do you have tasting notes? I do have tasting notes. Let's, Thank you, Leah. You're welcome. All right. So this is from whiskeyconsensus.com. See if we agree with our consensus. 
On the nose, rich, creamy chocolate and peanut butter like a Reese's cup with no. floral notes and cherries. Oh, cherries. And cherries. So I can see dark chocolate or some cocoa notes. I don't get any peanuts at all. No, go ahead. not the peanut butter. Uh, palette, they also say peanuts, cinnamon. Right. Spring- Lee, do you get any peanuts at all? No. Oh, peanuts, peanuts at... Paula? Any peanuts? No. Pe- no peanuts, peanuts ever. No penis or peanuts <laughs> ever. She's married. <laughs> no. <That> exactly. <laughs> peanuts, cinnamon. I did say cinnamon. Spring flowers, light caramel and dark chocolate. Wait, what? Spring flowers. Spring flowers. Yeah. Flowers. On the finish, medium with notes of cinnamon, chocolate, and nuts. I mean oh, nuts. Not the nuts, but no. I can see a little bit of dark chocolate. You don't get any nuts at all. Definitely cinnamon. Mm. No comment. Mm. <laughs> how do you handle that mm, well how do i handle no well, nuts? she doesn't there's no nuts how are you handling them you're not gently is the key word here anyway so oh the, um, there are none all right so on that note i think we'll take a break <laughs> and then we'll come back with the second whiskey and the whiskey chicks origin stories yes so tune in for that we find out dun, how dun, they dun. became whiskey degenerates just like scott and i right we'll be right back everyone we are back talking about journeyman distillery and this time we are on not a king whiskey and telling us a little bit more about it is not a king Ed. <laughs> actually it's me well but i, I mean i will say oh, just kidding not a, <laughs> not a king scott who heard of a no. king scott it doesn't matter not neither king. one of them are kings no but scott is a, a scottish lord as we know yes. and um mm. there is a picture of george washington on the label which scott i'm sure you're going to tell us is where the not a king comes from that is true um, and that's about it. That's the story of it. Well, that's because they named he, it because he didn't want to be right. He didn't want to be a king. I don't know why they named the rye that. Right. Mm. So the bottle says George Washington, unlike many in possessions of leadership, was not motivated by power. After the war for independence, many suggested he become America's first king. Washington rejected the notion mm. of grumble, grumble, self-aggrandizement. Aggrandizement. Aggrandizement. Do you want me to read that? It's small. Fought <laughs> Not for the, the first time he's heard that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm sorry, you walked into that. <laughs> Uh, Evidently, no one walks into it. Uh, <laughs> right. I'm in a contract dispute right now. <laughs> All right, so this is the not a king rye. No, no, she's going to read the back. A, oh, she's going to read it. Okay. Not reading anymore. Where did you leave off? <laughs> just um, restart. Yeah, just no. read the whole thing. No, no, he, he okay. left on the self-aggrandizement Yeah. and instead fought for the sake of the American Republic. Mm. Washington would become the father of the nation, mm. not a king. Mm. The end. All right. The mash bill is 60% rye, 35% corn, and 5% barley, not apparently malted barley. That's a decent rye mash. Yeah. 93 points at the 2022 Wine Enthusiast Magazine rating. Ooh. 93 points. That's pretty good. Okay. Oh, this smells sweeter to me. Oh, doesn't it? Isn't yeah. that right? freaking weird? Wow, this smells like something else. This. So if the it's, bourbon smelled like this, I'd be like, right. yeah, yeah. This definitely smells Definitely sweet. rye grain, though, on it. But, it, you know, it has 35% corn as its secondary grain, but the other one is 70% no, corn. I mean, right. but see, this one doesn't have any wheat in it. Right. And I think we were getting the weedy flavor in the bourbon. I mean, it is sweet and grainy. Uh, I'm getting anise on this. 
Hmm. Like a little licorice Yes, I'm getting a little licorice on that. I mean, I get some traditional bourbon notes as far as I get some sweetness up front with some vanilla. But then there yeah. is definitely something I can't put my finger on. Is anyone getting a maple? <laughs> like Ooh, not a maple. Not, oh, not might... so much like a syrup maple, but like there's a, a, a slight note of kind of like that maple mellow. Like Thank a you. maple um, saltwater taffy. Right, because it's not like you've opened, you a know, a Vermont maple syrup yeah. bottle. Yeah, almost a malty. Is yeah. it molasses? Oh, yeah. Maybe. Ray, like a malt ball or something. You know but yeah. I'm getting like almost piney. Oh, uh, like, yeah. I'm getting a little tiny bit of like a char, I oh, guess, yeah, I probably. So let's taste it. I think we mm. just really went all in on the nose. Almost like a cigarette butt. Oh, mm. huh. that's interesting. Wow. Again, not what I expected. No. Because it tastes like nothing we smelled. No. no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The sweetness is there, but much briefer than I thought it was going to be. I tasted what I smelled right up front, but boom, it was gone. Oh, these are different. I get a little bit of minty quality to this. Not like a peppermint or, or a, like an herbal mint. Like, like you an, chewed on some spearmint? Yeah, like an actual mint leaf. Anybody get, like, again, leather to this? on the Yeah. Tobacco or leather? Does anybody feel like Ed might have a leather fetish? <laughs> just Anytime you want to stop wondering, just let me know. <laughs> well I can, played. I can take that wonder right out of well you. Well played, Ed. Well played. You'll be wearing long sleeve sweaters to work for a while. <laughs> <clears throat> and some corsets. And scene. And we'll cut those last two sentences. All right. Will we? I don't yeah, know. I like not. it. Kind of like it. Paula, what do you think? She's like, I think you should, I think you should leave him in, Scott. No. I'm like, wow. We mean the whiskey. <laughs> Must get like a medicinal mm-hmm. kind of flavoring. Yeah, this is different. It's very oaky. It's very woody. It tastes young. Yes. yes. Yeah. But it has so much complexity and flavor to it. It's just not what we expected. I like it a lot better than the bourbon that we just had. That's for I do sure. like it better same. than the bourbon. Yeah. Yeah. It has a short finish for me. It's hotter than the other one and yes, it's the same I proof. Think so too. <laughs> I can't say that it lingers longer than the bourbon because I thought the bourbon had a short finish too. The bourbon for me was longer. To me, it has a little bit more of like a flatter taste. Kind of get like that oak. Mm. I get a lot of oak. That's a great point. The oak is very prevalent, which I wonder why because it's not that old. And yet, right. It's the youth of it, though, because you, when you first put a whiskey in a barrel, you're going to get a lot of its immediate uh, intensity. And no. then over time, that ends up mellowing out. Right. Yeah, I gotta tell you, they really handcraft them. Like I was watching a video for the Not a King Rye. They're literally filling four bottles at a time. Yeah. Anyone who knows distilleries knows that that's unbelievably small handling of a distillate. I'm getting a little bit of a chlorine pool kind of taste <laughs> now. It's, it's These are strange whiskeys. That's not to say that they're bad because they're not, but these two you are very I, odd. You know what I think it is? I don't think they're falling into any real category. Uh, they're not. So it's like they're not following the rules. Right. Right. And since we've all drank <clears throat> over 100 whiskeys in our life, three of us documented, we could say that... Um, <laughs> Uh, one would, is still undocumented. We would <laughs> right. say, right? One, I'm an undocumented whiskey drinker. They're gonna, oh shit, ice is here. Oh, they're carrying me away. <laughs> I know that Guys, I, do the podcast without me. That. <laughs> now that he's gone, I'm back. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, shit. He, <laughs> Sorry, Ilya. I'm back. We were close, Ed. So, what yeah, I'm okay. saying is that for people who've drank a lot of whiskeys, these two are not fitting into a cubbyhole. And I think if I was journeyman, they'd be like, listen to us going, like, that's right. Right, right. Because we didn't want to fit that's into a cubbyhole. Right, right. Yeah. That is our it's definitely intentional. I, I totally agree. And I get something similar to the Balconies, but though I like these much better than I like the Balconies yeah. that I had. A unique distillery that's doing their own flavor profiles and really not apologizing for it. Like, this is what we want to do. Yeah, 
Balconies is a good comparison because Balconies definitely walks to the beat of their own drummer. Yeah. And I feel like we just don't like that drummer. Yeah. <laughs> With Journeyman, we like their drummer a little better. Both yeah. these whiskeys have been one of a kind. I can't compare them directly to anything I've had. All right, so on the nose, this is from whiskeyreviewer.com. Honey, oak, leather, and light spice with a distant odor of BB gun oil. What? <laughs> on the palate, light and creamy corn, caramel, green wood, and rye, which quickly transitions to pepper. On the finished pepper transitioning yes. to mild white pepper... Oh. With a sweet and spicy close. Entitled pepper. Wow. Entitled pepper. Wow. Um, so we got leather. I mean, the distant odor of BB gun oil. That's a weird thing. I was getting a lot of weird stuff on this. Green wood. I can definitely see that. Rye, certainly. Yes. Pepper, certainly. Creamy sweet corn is an interesting tasting note. I didn't really get that. There's a sweetness on this. Yeah. yeah. But it's... Uh, it's. Is it creamed corn? I don't I, know. I don't think so. Mm. would you buy it again i don't know mm. i'm gonna I, enjoy it but yeah. i think i'd buy it again would you i think for the price and the fact that you know i like to take some time to play with it make a cocktail with it because at 45 hours you can do that mm. right. put this it on true. a globe and see how it changes over time yeah. it would be interesting to see what anders what cocktail yes. he right. would make with this because right. it has those herbaceous notes that would be interesting in a cocktail uh, maybe like a bourbon version of a gin cocktail right or a rye version of a gin cocktail yeah true so before we take a break and taste our third and final whiskey of the night, we like to get, when we have new guests on the podcast, and they have a rich whiskey history, we want to get their whiskey origin stories. Who wants to start? Oh, Aaliyah. Oh, thanks, <laughs> Paula. Pointed through Paula Leah. straight up threw it to me. Um, I think I started drinking bourbons and whiskeys several years ago, mostly because I was trying to cut back on sugar. Oh. <laughs> and, you know, so... You know, elementary school can be so boring, too. Right? Tell me about it. Tell me about it. Sixth grade just drags without the vodka and the, Tell me and the whiskey. About it. I was over it. So, I'm sorry. How many years ago would you think you made the switch into whiskey? Ooh, probably like seven years ago. Okay. Oh, wow. seven years. Yeah. 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 And the Hundred Club was something that Anders had started at the lounge, and we were all out one night, and my one neighbor made a bet with me that I couldn't become a member of the Hundred Club. Oh. And he gave me a year to do it. <laughs> So I laughed. Bitch, I'm going to do that in six months. Um, Well, no. Hello, do you not know me? (laughs) Do you not know how competitive I am? Mm. I will literally go into liver failure in order to win this bet. (laughs) And this was in February of 2020. And then I think I was like 14 in. And then it's almost like he ordered a global pandemic because he didn't like the pace that I was going. And everything shut down. Wow. And the lounge didn't open back up until October. October. It was like a week before Halloween. And my daughter, who at the time was like 14, for whatever reason, she had a very vested interest. Yeah, and your daughter's in me like, winning, where's mommy? In, in, no, in me winning this bet. No. Wow. So she's doing the math for There's me. There's no dinner anymore. Where's mommy? Where's mommy? <laughs> Why is mommy on the floor? <laughs> Why is mommy still sleeping? Why is mommy have the shakes? <laughs> Why is mommy vomiting? Right. So she was doing the calculations because when the lounge did open back up, it was only open on Friday and Saturday nights. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, what, 86 I have to drink before February? I'm like, Ava, I don't think I can do this. She's like, Mom, I've got you. I'm like, you got me. You can't even drive. Like, who's going to bring me home? And um, long story short... I achieved my 100 on Christmas Day oh. of 2020. Wow. And it's really interesting because over the course of that 100 is really when things I would have probably gagged on. Mm. Maybe we'll take that part out. <laughs> um, 
the things that I would not have liked in the beginning of my journey. Yeah. The end, I was like, like I was totally. definitely had a sweeter palette. Rise. I was like, Ugh, no thanks. Yeah. Whereas now I definitely gravitate more towards rise. Yeah. The more whiskeys you taste, the more you want the next one to yes. taste a little bit different than yes. what you've already had. Yeah. Yeah. Because right, people like absolutely. variety. And that's a theme of tonight, I think. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. We have two that taste completely different than you expect. And that's actually how Paula and I met was through the lounge. So we've become, you know, good friends. Friends through whiskey. <laughs> My whiskey chick. Cheers. Nice. So, Paula, how about you? So, I mean, I started basic. You know, I didn't really get into any of the bourbons and whiskeys until later on in my uh, drinking endeavors. And, you know, I started with the usual, you know, the Jameson and the, you know, blended drinks and all of that. And uh, we went up to Rhode Island. My son actually had a leadership academy. And while we were up there, we found this bar that had an amazing variety of Woodford that they oh, had. Woodford, yeah. Right. They custom blended. So it, that was like their base liquor. And then they're adding all of these fine nuances to it. So, so, you know, straight from the bottle, you're tasting these amazing notes. And that's really what kind of brought me into the world. So, of course, they had at the lounge a wonderful Roaring Twenties event for a speakeasy. Mm-hmm. And that really kind of, you know, solidified me into the lounge uh, with Anders. And then you find out about the 100 Club and you're like, Oh, I can do that. I I can try that. Sure, why not? You know, now mine did take, you know, a year and thankfully for wonderful flights, you know, so that does help also. Right. And the tastings also. Yeah. Yeah. And tastings. That's why I have like 80 something just because of the tastings. And and the tastings. I mean, go for it, people. I mean, they're just spectacular. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, you you can't say enough about, you know, going to a place that you find your niche, you find friends and company and it's just a nice, peaceful place. Just a great experience all around. Yeah. So a lot of people's first... uh, uh, introduction to whiskey, like real whiskey, is Woodford. It was Ed's. Uh, Ed, Ed was yeah, a big sure. Woodford fan, and I, I was Knob Creek. But so yours was pretty recent then. Yeah, like I think four ish years. Yeah, yeah. Like, like 19 when they, um, they yeah. had the, the, 20th um, the right. late February, they yeah. had it, which um, and they're repeating now, you know, this February. So yeah. pretty exciting. Yeah. I got my outfit. Yay. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll go this year. I've never been to one of those, but I, I heard they're really good time. No, it I is. didn't go to the previous ones either. You have to get your hair done in order to get a key. Oh. We'll get you a guest. We got to get our hair done? It's a plus one. But I don't have hair. <laughs> well, you're screwed. Not in a way you want to be. Either. <laughs> 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 I, so I poured myself a little bit more of the Nada King Rye because I kind of like it now. I do. Yeah, Same. I, I'm, yeah. I'm liking it now. I actually always did like it. I just thought it was different. You did. Me. You liked it more than yeah. I did, and yeah. now I'm coming around. I feel like they're pushing me out of my comfort zone. Like, I got so used yeah. to just categorizing, oh, this tastes like a, a George Dickel. This tastes like a... It tastes like a little bit of Evan Williams yeah, mixed right. with... Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. When we get one that I really can't slide into a nice, neat slot, I mean, at first, the first thing is a little bit of rebellion. Like, mm, yeah. I, I like this, but... Absolutely. But I really feel like, I said earlier, they're doing their own thing, and they're doing it pretty well. Once again, this is a relatively youthful whiskey yeah we are in a position where all of us have drank a lot of eight and ten year stuff and Mm -hmm. so that's going to hit you a little different but that also costs 65 75 dollars this costs 45 dollars and so it's like you have to look at it in the environment of which it's being presented they're giving to you affordable whiskey that tastes a little bit outside of the box hits a little differently and has definitely its own unique characteristics absolutely all right so now can we take a break yes all right so now (laughs) Now we're gonna take a break break, and when we come back we're gonna have one more the uh the the four grain silver cross whiskey and um i have to tell you this is one we thought would taste the weirdest, so I can't imagine what's <laughs> right? coming next. I know. That's so All true. Right. All right. Cannoli time. Be right back.
Hey, welcome back, everyone. We are back with Journeyman's Distillery, and we're going to try the Silver Cross Whiskey. And Ali is going to tell us all about it. Well, I'm not going to tell you all about it, but I will read the back of the bottle. Yeah, read the bottle. There, my yeah. eyes have let me Mostly down. Mostly because the old heads in the room can't see the writing. It's <laughs> true. Oh, it's man. True. Scott, remember old head, like back in college? That was good times, huh? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. It was a long time ago. Oh, wow. So, it's story time with Aaliyah. Okay. Originally. Mm. God, my voice is terrible. I, mean, I hope it's better by next it, week. It's smoky. It's a, give me some palm oils. <laughs> Unfiltered. Ri- <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I hope it's better by next week's mm. whiskey short. Mm. I have a feeling it won't be. I feel like somehow. it's going to be like a 10-day thing for you. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Worst things have happened. <laughs> wow. wow. So listen, okay. listen, Why listen, is your throat so scratchy? Listen, children. <laughs> Originally, the Silver Cross was given as a medal for mm. golf. <laughs> Golf. Golf. Okay. In the early days of the British Open, the Silver Cross would later come to symbolize friendship, tradition, camaraderie, and spirited competition. And mm. I guess the crucifixion a little bit, maybe? maybe? Just from old, I mean, just, just from a little cross? bit. I, mean, I, I don't can know. Can you take that out of a cross? I'm, <sighs> right. It's, it's, I might be, for once, I'm not even being funny. Like, can you no. really just not make that class? Of, it's pretty fraught with. Class, it, let's not interrupt. With Jesus. Okay. All right, martyr number two. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, listen, class. <laughs> okay. Continue. The whiskey is a tribute to the greatest game, both its beginning and its future. Uh, Whatever. Yeah. 1% of all proceeds will be donated for the betterment of the game of golf. Wow. The betterment of the game of golf. 1%. So 45 cents went to golf of this particular bottle. Well, this bottle actually cost me 46. Oh, 46 cents. I think it was a golf charity related to kids. Yeah. That's what I read on their website. Okay. I don't know the particulars. It does sound, I could look it up, but it sounds, I feel like it sounds kids bougie right the way they wrote like it. Like, is it miniature golf? Like, oh. how many kids are actually playing golf? No, no, no. Mm. It's real golf. I think it's real no, golf. No, it's, it's real mm. golf. Yeah. yeah. Why isn't miniature golf real golf? Oh, I don't know. Because it's miniature? <laughs> it's in the that's name. That's discrimination. Oh. Why well, are you, what, what do you have I against mean, my people? Only if because <laughs> you're short, I'm like pocket sized. Right. Okay. Right. So this what is the we? Silver Cross Four Grain Whiskey. Its mash bill is equally divided between Ooh. corn, rye, wheat, and barley. So twenty five percent each. It won the gold medal at the 2022 Ascot Awards, Ooh. which again was its third place. Gold medal for the Silver Cross. Got it. Journeyman spent a lot of money this year not get any real medals. Uh, well, at least not these three whiskeys. Like, Corsets won the Ascots Awards, right. the entire thing. So they probably were just like, we can't get them all. The Corsets Whips and Whiskey, but we already did that on the podcast, so we didn't want to repeat Which is it. Fine. Right, but yeah. I think we should say that it was Whiskey of the Year it was. for the Ascot Awards. But let me ask you this. And let me ask Scott something. Ask Scott. I'm trying to ask first. <laughs> oh, ask uh, me Ali- something. Yeah, Aaliyah, ask Scott something. <laughs> I'm going to ask Scott. Especially if it's about the Ascot Awards. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask. Ask if something got a gold versus a silver, double bronze, whatever. Sure. I feel like I'm in, like you know, in dance competitions here. Sure. Um, the the super double platinum. Does it really affect whether or not you're going to taste or try or buy? Mm. Well, the, well, I mean, I think you go to the store with a purpose, but I wonder if you walked in with like. I got fifty dollars. Let me see what I want to get. And something was sitting there with a double gold tag. I mean, maybe be like, mm-hmm. ah. it wouldn't make a difference for me. Mm. So what we learned about these competitions is, is that their highest rating level, and it's different for every competition. So yeah. you kind of have to know what the competitions are and what they give out. But if they won the top one, that means that everybody on the panel also agreed. So people who have whiskey palettes agreed that this was a decent whiskey. And if it's in your price range, it's probably going to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, disagree. You listen to our 
her whiskumentary. Yeah, yes. Yeah. You have to it listen to her whiskumentary. It's all in there. It was wonderful. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. Paula, for listening. Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Homework. I can't, <laughs> homework. I can't help it if, if half of your listeners are here. <laughs> what, what do you want from me? She she's doing twenty twenty jokes at us when we actually had twelves of fans. You know? Right, I, mean, I know. You should have been around back then. You know? Wait, can I tell the quick story about sure. how Ed and I met? Right, so oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, this is a good story. The uh, the biggest podcast ego boost of my career. Yes. Oh. Hands down. So I listened to the podcast and mm-hmm. I was like, wow, these guys are actually kind of funny. Actually. Like, yes, actually. So <laughs> I was like, Oh my god, I was like, these guys are really funny. You know, there's you know a local connection. And I was like, Oh wow, and like, you know, and I was a fan then. And um <laughs> And I happened to be at the lounge and it was literally a week before the pandemic, I think is, is when it was, mm. and I happened to be standing at the bar and I'm terrible at names, but I'm pretty good with faces and voices. And I'm listening to this guy and I was like, huh, what is your name? You know, it was Ed. I was like, and in the most lounge lizard way, <laughs> he turned and said, he goes, it's whatever you want it to be. <laughs> I'm like, no, for real. Like, I'm not trying to hit on you. I was oh, like, um, whiskey tangent. And he was like, oh my God. And then his like whole lounge lizardness, hmm. like he shed his skin. And, um, and yeah. Like, he called me and he was like, oh my God, somebody recognized my voice on the <laughs> yeah. podcast in the lounge. I am the best. Yeah. <laughs> and Andres rolled his eyes like, oh, oh here we no. go. We'll never Andres hear the like, end. No. Oh. It was like, his big moment. It was. <laughs> It it's really cool, though. Yep. Actually, it is a cool yep. moment. Then I signed her breast, and then um, in, my, in my mind. <laughs> wow. In, in reality, I just said, thanks we so much there. for listening. With a Sharpie? Yeah, with a Sharpie. <laughs> that shit came right off. <laughs> it was a dry erase marker. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> All I had was... A, Took some what? bourbon, rubbed it right on there, it's gone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was it like... Was great. All right, so this smells weird too. God damn All right. it. All right, let's see. There's so many weird yeah, whiskeys tonight. This smells finally exactly what I expected it to smell right, like. Right, so this it smells what I thought a four grain whiskey would smell say. like. Yes. 25% corn, wheat, it's rye. It's like they're competing with each barley. other. To, like, who's going to be the, yeah, the best I, smell? Yeah, I can't pick out. Yeah, no. It's mm. like the inside of a barn. I don't get manure. I was going to say, no, no. Without the uh, n- not animals. It's more, more hay and uh, wood. What the wood. hell kind of barn are you in? Well, the food I don't. Barn. I don't know. I don't have a barn, Leah. Oh, okay, <laughs> you know, that doesn't farmers. surprise me. He lives in an apartment. Me. We just drink it. He doesn't even have a lawn. There's a tiny bit of sweetness on it, but it's really strange. No, I smell more sweetness than this than I did the bourbon. 100. There's a green wood smell. Yeah, I'm getting like green Man. apple. Oh, yeah. are you? Yeah. I, okay. I, I was just yeah. gonna say that there's like the, there's a yes. Yeah, there's a green it's apple. It's almost like you can smell the skin. There is definitely grass or hay. There's definitely that. I would say hay, and I've rarely yeah. ever used hay as a hey as a hey. reference. I don't hey. 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 I don't hey now. Hey now. This whiskey smells funny. Hey now. Hey, hey now. Add crickets here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it didn't take her long to become assistant producer of the podcast. I know. I'm Paul's doing already, my best here. She's already <laughs> inserting yeah. stuff for me to listen to later. Yeah, I'll, put her, I'll put her in charge of the interns. Shape them up. Oh, yeah. Shaped up the interns. Fred and Philip. No, that's our assistants. Fred oh, who's the interns? Oh, well, right. They, they rotate out. Well, right, they Fred. just right. It's a, the new semester just started. We have to wait for them to get here. If you're wondering why you <laughs> haven't met Fred and Philip, it's because they don't exist. <laughs> They're imaginary They're friends. figments of imagination. And I just drank it. Hmm. Wow. Another different whiskey. Um, yeah. This is spicier than either of the two that we've had before. 
Am I crazy? Yes. Yeah, this is not as spicy <laughs> as a rye. No. no I, you guys are crazy. This is spicy. It's spicy, but mm, not I don't, as spicy as a rye. Mm. I don't get a lot of spice. Just a little well, bit. Well, you're all wrong, so. Said no one to me ever. <laughs> <laughs> and what I mean is about, it's not burning spice. No. It's not hot spice. It's, it's scary <laughs> spice. <laughs> <laughs> she was my favorite spice. Ginger spice. Like pumpkin pie spice. I it, it's, just, it's cinnamon and clove I, and nutmeg and allspice. It's all those together. Well, I'm thinking I'm almost feeling like I'm getting a little bit of that port thing in the very beginning. Oh, and then, God. It's, and it's, then grain and, and yeah. oak and hay. So and, the sweetness just completely passes me by. Like, I don't really taste any sweetness. No, I don't get any It's no, very grainy and oaky and woody and, and mm, char. And earthy. Earthy. See, I'm not getting any of that. It tastes yeah. like soil smells. No, that's scotch. <laughs> I love this because everyone is so different on these because this yeah. is so strange. Right. Because even Ali and I were talking, I, you know, we're like, well, wait a minute. We've tasted 100. It's, you know, a great thing to do. And it was a fun experience and everything like that. But it's also it's subjective. You know, we have our own opinion about what each of them tastes like. Absolutely. Right. And, you know, and that's the fun of it. And then also, like she agreed, you know, our tastes have changed over the course of this journey, yeah. you know, of tasting and, and changing it up and, you know, trying new things. Well, ever since Aaliyah's whiskey got the copper in San Francisco World Spirits Competition, she's been bitter. Listen, <laughs> I will take copper any day. <laughs> the copper. It's below bronze? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's below it's bronze. a penny. Right. Ever since she got the tinfoil at she the got the sky. zinc. <laughs> She's salty now. You know what? Guess what, boys? It's Ooh. higher than any word. Every you time she thought wow. we have a triple gold in editing. That's right. That's right, Aaliyah. We're talking whiskey. whiskey. You saw it. You We're saw talking. the statue. <laughs> We're talking whiskey. <laughs> this to me, I get much more sweet than Interesting. Um, yeah, than the bourbon. hundred percent. Oh, I agree with that. Um, I don't mm. get the hay and the straw, and I don't know. To me, this is sweet. I don't know why. That's mm. amazing. I am getting a little vanilla. I mean, that's There's, lending to what's making it sweet for I, me. I, I got know. you. There's not a lot of sweet to this to me. I but think it has the longest finish for me over the three. Hmm. I think this has the most pleasant finish for me. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Very nice finish. I feel like this is the smoothest of the three that we've had. Absolutely smoothest. This doesn't taste mm. as spicy or alcohol flavor or the yeah. vapors, as, as Paula likes to the say. Vapors. They're all the same proof. Yeah. yeah. They're all 90 proof. Yeah. That's another thing about these whiskeys is if you are a proof whore like me and Ed are, well, mostly me, you're going to find a lot to love on these yeah. because even at 90 proof, there's a lot of heat there. Yeah. If, and, yes. and then if that's what you're looking for, then you're going to like right. all of these. But I, I like a little bit of just punch. A, a little bit of, yeah, you like a little punch to the balls. Punch to the back of the throat and just like, just Rape. give me it. Okay. <laughs> Well, sorry. Um, okay, so the tasting notes. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> moving on. Sweaty balls. On the nose, blackberry and pear mingle with pear. warm yes. wa- warm baking spices, honey, and freshly baked bread. No. Well, no. I get no yeast. On the palate, warm and velvety with notes of dark fruit, cinnamon, and yes. toast. Yes. I think you actually toast said yeah. dark fruit, Aaliyah. Yes. Uh, on the finish, medium with grain and spice and lingering slightly bitter note, not unlike hops. Mm, I mean, mm. this is from Whiskey Wash. Uh, blackberry and pear. Yeah. The pear, definitely. I think that we all kind of perked up when I yeah. said yes. pear. Yeah. Because yeah. that. Because I was leaning green. Absolutely makes sense. But yeah, no, pear. Definitely. That's the sweetness that I really couldn't identify. Yeah. It's so interesting. God, like, I get a little bit of honeysuckle, but also like pine. Yeah. 
you can like this or not like it, but they're working hard there to craft very unique expressions. This is three in a row that don't really taste like anything <clears throat> else that I've had. And I see why they have such a strong following. Of the three we had tonight, I probably wouldn't go out and buy the bourbon again just because I'm a bourbon guy and I have 50 other bourbons I like better. Yeah. But I think the bourbon was the it just one that tasted very young. we like the least. Yeah. yeah. But some people will like it a lot. Sure. I um, think so. The other two, I would definitely pick up a bottle and put it in my shelf and, you know, drink it as a change of pace and to keep things fresh. Yeah. You want to go through their other spirits? Sure. Scott, well, before we do that, Scott, which do you prefer, the Silver Cross or the Not a King? So I became a fan of, of Not a King at the end <laughs> of the uh, actual recording and during the break. Yeah. I really like it a lot. I definitely came around to it. I would say this is a close second. Okay. And, and the bourbon was, <laughs> it's this, just so strange. These I are think, all so strange. No, you know what? I, it's this, hard. This, it's sil- hard. This one, the Silver Cross, it for me. Yeah. So silver Cross three. for you. Paul, I think, though, you agree with me and Ed. Right. No, I do. What the, say you? The Not a King. I mean, I think the flavors just blended better, whereas this one, you could almost taste all four differently because they all had different tasting notes. Yeah. So, I mean, just to have them kind of combined together, I don't feel that they melded well. Definitely, it's nice taste, and it does yeah, have a good... Whiskey. It yeah. is. Uh, again, like you said, to change it up, but I think I do like the Not a King. Right. You just preferred better. that. I, yeah. I preferred it myself, yeah. yes. That's fine. So we're, we're... Well, you guys all suck. <laughs> well, you the more for you. Exactly. Yeah. That's right. Oh, so basically right. the bottle's going home with yeah, me. Yeah, more Silver and Cross for And now we know where the bottle went. To Whiskey Tangent. All right, so the, uh, Thanks the, for having us. The other spirits that they have, they have <laughs> one, two, three, four, they have five other whiskeys. The Last Feather Rye, which we talked about, that's 60% rye, 40% wheat. It's mm. also 90 proof. It was in the 2021 oh. Whiskey Madness. It used to be called Ravenswood Rye because the first batch of it was distilled in Chicago's Ravenswood Distillery. So they named it Ravenswood Rye and then they got a cease and desist order and and then the company named it Last Feather because they said that they took everything but the last last feather feather. of the Ravenswood. Genius. Yeah, so the corsets, whips, and whiskey, which is 100% wheat, the cast strength of their buggy whip, uh, we did on episode 57 uh, last September, their, the wheat whiskey episode. Uh, three oak single malt they have. It's 100% malted barley. It's not also 90 proof. They have a Kissing Cousins wine-finished bourbon, mm. which is the same mash bill as the Featherbone bourbon, but it's been finished in red and white wine barrels. Interesting. They have a WR white whiskey, which is uh, last feather, but just unaged. Mm. Um, flavored whiskeys, which I almost picked this up, the Pit Spitter oh. Cherry Flavored Rye, which is Last Feather Rye with Montmorency cherries steeped in it for like two weeks, I think. It won 95 points at the 2022 Wine Enthusiast, and it was tied for eighth in their top 100 American whiskeys of 2022. All whiskeys. <clears throat> A flavored wow. whiskey. No. That's almost why I picked it up. No. We had the field rye. We had that at the lounge. Yeah. We tasted it. It's, it's, it's basically their last feather with black mission figs. Wow. Oh. That was really good because it had like that subtle figgy sweetness to it. Yes. And it was syrupy and dark and delicious. It was really good. They have humdinger jalapeno spirit, which is their white whiskey with jalapenos in it. And American holiday bourbon cream liqueur, which is their feather bone with heavy cream and holiday spices. Oh, I'm on board for that hmm. next year. Oh, yeah. It's sort of for like some a, eggnog. Yeah, right. Like an eggnog. It's exactly. Mess, so they have three liqueurs, three gins, three rums, a brandy, and a vodka. We don't have to go through those because no. they're not whiskeys. Uh, and that's their full complement of spirits that they produce there. 
in which is Three Oaks, impressive. Michigan. Yeah, which is pretty impressive. Very impressive. Right. Paula, what's your last thoughts on the experience tonight and the whiskeys? Uh, this was my first experience on a podcast, and uh, I had a great time. I love the whiskey part of it and the company, and it was just a, a great experience to you know try all the different types and to you know have someone kind of have the same opinion that I do mm-hmm. uh, to an extent, of course. You sure. Know, but then everyone having to discover our own palate to be like, oh, well, wait a minute, taste this, taste that. So it was a great time. So thank you very much. We our appreciate own it. journey. Yes. Uh, and I apologize. I apologize to both of you if your life changes now as people harass you wherever you go about <laughs> being on the podcast and they chase you down the street. And you have to jump in cars and stuff. It gets really old well, the good really news, quick. The good news is no one is going to recognize my voice. That's right. Because <laughs> right? it will right. change. Oh, my God. In a few right. days. I sound like a I, I sound like a lifelong smoker. Hey, baby. Hey, honey. Hey, do you want a good time? Let, Scott, me, start, let me start with some mega death. What? Scott, what do you think? What? Oh, I mean, I love journeyman. Since the first time I had their last feather rock, I was a huge fan. And then the second whiskey I tasted was the extraordinary Corsets Whips and Whiskey. These whiskeys, I appreciate the fact that they're so original. They're so interesting. And our point that we made earlier is like, I don't think they care that the bourbon doesn't taste like a bourbon. I don't think they care that the rye doesn't taste that much like a rye. I don't think they care that their foregrain is a little bit spicy. It's got some odd notes on it. That's exactly what they were doing. They're other, carving out their niche. Yeah, they have other expressions. It's kind of young and it's $45. They have plenty for you to drink. If you don't like yeah. the bourbon, drink someone else's bourbon, but come back and drink their Last Feather rye or whatever. They have some great products, including these. And uh, I'm definitely going to pick up the Silver Cross again. And like I said, the Not a King rye. I'm a little disappointed that neither of you gentlemen were wearing corsets, by the way. <laughs> How do you know? Go with that. <laughs> we could be. Because I don't see that inverted triangle. Well, you're, you're asking a hell of a lot out of a corset <laughs> on my part. <laughs> I don't know what you're expecting <laughs> from a... Oh I think my. you need whalebone and feather. Yeah. Oh, yeah, whalebone oh, and turkey feathers. Or right. do we need... <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Come on, Paula. I'm done. I'm done. On that note, Ed, take us out. So we tasted three very unique whiskeys here from Journeyman. We found them very interesting and unique, but they have two or three outstanding whiskeys that can rival anything on the shelf. So if you haven't tried Journeyman and you like a unique experience and a distillery that does grain to glass, then please, by all means, give Journeyman a chance. Mm. And And not uh, very expensive. No, they're very approachable and very affordable, and they seem like a company that's trying to do it the old school way. And so I'd like to thank Malia and Paula for being here tonight. Thanks, ladies. You are very welcome. Great time. Thanks, guys. So go Eagles. By the time this has come out, we would either be going to the Super Bowl or devastated. (laughs) Or devastated, right. So if we're devastated, all three of these whiskeys will probably be gone by this time (laughs) next week. (laughs) (laughs) Drinking our sorrows. So for the Whiskey Tangent Podcast. I mean, you three might. Right. She's a Giants fan. Shh. Oh, all right. So all, that means all her whiskeys are drank already. <laughs> so for the Whiskey Tangent Podcast, I'm Ed. I'm Scott. I'm Aaliyah. And I'm Paula. Cheers to y'all. Later. Later.